When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. So if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever you can to support us right there at Lakerholics.com course the great folks at lakersball.com where you can go ahead and catch ox1947 today at lakersball.com that's right there and even sean grice every now and then wherever he hangs out lakersball.com lakerholics.com or right here at the lakers fast break plus our good friends at the hoop heads podcast network and if you support all of that please subscribe today we're almost at 250 subscribers we're getting closer to that magical 1000 mark we're doing better and better there. We truly appreciate you supporting us. And if you can do all that, let's follow us everywhere you can. Let's listen to all the episodes you can. Let's watch all the episodes you can. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers, I think, still have one more game at least to go on Friday. That's coming up. We'll go ahead and talk about that on our Sunday show to as they wrap up the Vegas Summer League here. And things are looking okay for the Lakers right now, summer-wise. But no real news on the front when it concerns Kyrie Irving. In fact, Kyrie Irving has been rumored to say he might want to stay in Brooklyn. Those are the latest rumors, and I know that Lakers fans didn't want to hear that. I know that Lakers fans are also trying to think maybe we can get something out of Utah because Utah looks to be now fielding offers for everyone that's on the roster including players like Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich, maybe even Patrick Beverly. We'll see. Patrick Beverly, a Laker. He was once a Laker a long time ago, so we'll talk about that maybe in a bit as well, see if that's an option. But the main thing is right now, as of now, we got to go ahead and see Rutz there in black and white. We can't go be dreaming about Kyrie Irving. I know Laker Tom has been on the website lakerholics.com with his fantastical ideas in regards to you know who the lakers may or may not get as a sure thing and i i love his optimism as always but you know what rob palenka hasn't done a master class as of yet so right now we still have what we have as far as our team is concerned he did go on espn and say 
Anthony Davis is training better than he has in his entire life. Maybe that stems from the comments that he made that he didn't touch a ball for two months. But now he's training like he really means it, which is a good thing for Lakers fans. LeBron, um, you know, his comments in social media as of late weren't always taken in the best of fashions. But I know his heart meant well as far as getting Brittany Griner back home. And we wish the best for her. We hope that she'll come home from uh, what she's going through. And I hope she's coming home to the U.S. pretty soon. Very soon, I'm hoping, each and every day. I know a lot of other Americans are as well. In fact, all of us as a country are hoping for her safe and quick return. I know LeBron's comments weren't exactly said, and and I guess they were misconstrued or you know perceived in a different fashion than when what he said he actually meant. So he had to backtrack a little bit on that. So maybe he didn't have the best week ever. But you know what? Outside of that, it's still the same roster pretty much outside of the new additions, a little bit younger, maybe not quite as talented as we hope, but the talent that's there, the talent that we hear so much about from Darvin Ham on all these interviews that he's had and all the interviews that Rob Palenka's had over the course of Summer League, saying that the Lakers, with the roster that they have now, can compete very highly in the Western Conference. So the question I have for the guys and the crew that's here at Lakers Fast Break is, the roster we have now, can that compete in the Western Conference? Can it compete for a world championship? That's the subject today for the most part. We'll also talk about Max Christie getting signed to a two-year contract. Was that the right move as well by Mr. Masterclass, Rob Palenka? We'll go ahead and talk about that as well. But first, guys, it is the roster as it stands right now. We don't have Patrick Beverly as of yet. We don't have Kyrie Irving as of yet, Jordan Clarkson. We don't have him coming back. We don't have anybody outside of who he signed as far as in free agency, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, and also as well, JTA, Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Jones, Thomas Bryant. You, everybody knows on the show who we've talked about signing already, but as I bring it over to my good friend, Mr. Joe Sorrell from LakersBall.com, please go ahead and catch him today as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. I ask you, my friend, the way it stands now on paper, How well do you think the Lakers will compete in the Western Conference? And can they compete for a title, provided that they're healthy and stay healthy? Can this team go all the way to a winning championship run? Okay. You can say it. It's okay. Cut it out. It's okay. Uh, I was going back and forth on whether I wanted to harpoon the show today. Because what I really... You can harpoon all you like if... Oh, boy. What a week. I already thought the LeBron comment backtrack, which is pretty much a monthly occurrence, was already in my in my crawl. And then this nonsense about Patrick Beverly coming to LA, which I don't even know what what I, do, are, are they trying to is Rob trying to assemble the most hated Laker team in the history of sports? Well, he was a second-round draft pick by the team. I don't care if he was a first-overall draft pick. I don't want that guy in a Laker uniform. This is not a Matt Barnes situation. This is not a Carl Malone situation. I don't want that guy anywhere near. Well, let me ask a- you this, Joe. Let me ask you this. I mean, I apologize for interrupting. I just wanted to ask real quick because, you know, the Lakers made such an emphasis on youth 
getting youth, getting young players in, getting young players in that can go ahead and they think make a difference. I don't know if they can. We'll have to wait and see because on many of those teams that they've already played on, they didn't make a difference on those teams. But maybe with a fresh new change of scenery, maybe some of these young kids or younger players can do so. Then the Lakers go ahead and have these rumors about Patrick Beverly, an older player on the downside of his career, can play a little bit of defense for you, can hit some shots from the side on the three-pointer, but he is an older player similar to what we got last year. Kind of sends mixed signals to me. It's not a mixed signal because you do need some veterans sometimes. I get that, but I don't want that one. (laughs) That one is not – should never be considered anywhere near that that place. I don't want – I'm tired of these guys. I'm tired. I'm tired of Russell Westbrook. I'm tired of Kyrie Irvings. I'm tired of just LeBron James at this point, and maybe I'll get over it in a a few weeks here, but I'm I'm as tired – with these guys as I've ever been tired of any player on any of my favorite teams. Matter of fact, I don't, I think the only player I disliked in in my Dodger fandom was Jeff Kent. And that was a long time ago. The other, the Steelers, I don't, I don't really remember any player I didn't like or dislike so much where I couldn't watch them play. The, the Lakers over the last two years have become very I'm just disenchanted, disenchanted with them. I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like these are my Lakers. Now I've had guys on Lakers ball kind of slap me into reality. Like, bro, this is not, you, you got to kind of get over it. And I'm, I'm, I, 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 I understand that part that I have to kind of maybe get in with the times, but I don't think it's that either. I just think it's the constant nonsense of just, gutter trash comments a representation of a a fandom that that we we just don't identify with and this is this was something that started four years ago the moment lebron james stepped foot as a laker they were trying to paint murals and everybody and people in la were like wait a minute what are you doing and you know doing their thing with it and that's it's it's not a it's not just a recent thing. This is something that's been even way before he was a Laker, and it just keeps building and keep building and keep building. And I'm 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 at the point right now. Uh, it, it, I almost want. This is what I said on Lakers ball. I don't think Rob and Jeannie should wilt under the pressure. I think they should play this out. Don't wilt, and if you have to go in the next season with this roster, so be it. At least we'll know in six months to seven months, however long it is, we we can at least get, get rid of some of the problems, and then we can get back to watching basketball again and enjoying the Lakers and enjoying and actually supporting our players and being happy that they're, 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 they're here. And that's just – I can't I, – I mean, I'm, I'm – I'm really struggling to really say what I want to say right now, but uh, I just don't, again, I don't want to harpoon it. I don't want to harpoon it. I, I there's absolutely not. This current roster is going to f- flame out. Darvin Ham, God bless you. I hope, I hope you can add a few wins here, but if you actually think you're going to be able to teach Russell Westbrook how to take accountability and make layups 
a year after he was terrible with it, I don't know how you'd be the you'd be the coach of the year for me if you can do that. This is Raphael from NBA DraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I'm just going to say this, my friend. I appreciate your comments, as always, on this uh, you know, subject. Now, I know I had to hit you hard up with this, but I'm just going to say I think the Lakers, if they were to stay healthy with their current roster, it's not a no. championship team. It's no. not a championship team. But it is a team that I think could win 47 to 50 wins. I think in its current status, maybe even get in the low 50s. If you have AD playing at that level that we think we, you know, where we'd like to see him play. If it's bubble AD, you get for 70 games. If it's LeBron, you know, even last year, LeBron leading the league in scoring, playing like that for 70 games, even though he did not play defense last year. Let's, let's be honest with that. I mean, even if you get that for 70 games and then you get Russell Westbrook to hopefully not, like you talked about, harpooning the team, (laughs) if you get that for 75 games, but you get some type of consistent contribution from Kendrick Nunn, maybe even THT, Austin Reeves, who people are saying maybe should start thinking about starting. There's there's way too many ifs here. I know, way too many ifs. it's maybe it's building, 47, 50 it's games. Building, it's building, so, it's so. building every every day. Every day, <laughs> it's another if and another uh, if. Uh, we might as well, uh, we might as well put the Lakers in the NFL and hope that they can play football at this point. I don't know what. Well, LeBron can ifs. play tight end. You know, he, I don't know. He looked like I he has. I, I thought he could I, be a really good receiver. I I, I, I want to I want to like my 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 favorite team's players again. I want to like them. I've liked them other than a few here and there in, in the past. I, 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 it's, it's, it's getting worse and it's going to be hard to watch. I'm still going to watch, but it's, it's, it's like pulling teeth. It's like pulling teeth now at this point. And we're not even close to the season starting. And it makes me look like I'm some psycho crazy boomer when I'm not, I'm sitting here minding my business hoping that there's a, you know, a trade that's going to make the team better. And I'm hearing these just pathetic garbage comments or or ideas. He accidentally uh, got himself off the air. You you still with us, Joe? I'm still here. Okay, you, you, I guess you got so mad there, you shorted yourself up. It sounded like you were about to say, say uh, pathetic rumors, something like I'm, that. I, I, rumors are one thing, but the fact that people are actually considering bringing in a 
Patrick Beverly. <laughs> the fact that we're talking about that is like, re- I, I don't know. My, my, uh, sh- my brain is shutting down and I think it's doing it to my, ele- I think my, I'm turning into shocker. I'm, 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 I'm messing up my computer here. I don't, I don't, my I don't know what, where, good right now. I don't even, I can't, I can't, I can't say what I want to say. I don't want these guys on my team anymore. I want guys that are going to represent. I'd rather watch the rookies. I'd rather watch. And I, I said this, I said this on Lakers ball. I wrote it and, and, and I got a lot of support because people knew because people know me on there. They know I was holding back. I said, there was a time when I watched Sadell three, I watched Terry Teagle. I watched all those guys and Vicky V, v Vladi Divac. I watched all those guys play. We knew they weren't a championship team, but we en- we respected them. We enjoyed them. They played with their hearts. Karan Butler in 05 and Kobe and Lamar and these guys in that little middle stage where they weren't winning, weren't going to be a, a championship contender. They played their hearts out. They represented the, the team at least. And then you got these freaking guys who are just just it just it, it's infuriating. I don't. It's not worth it anymore. It's not worth it anymore. To support brainless activity, I'm over it. I'm over it. I, I just want to watch the damn team play, and I, I, I have to hear this nonsense. I If I want to watch TMZ or anything on a news station, I go watch it. I want to watch the Lakers, and I want to watch sports. And I don't want to watch a, bu- a bunch of clowns talking. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. Okay. Well, he's done, all right. But, no, he's done for now, but he- – He's, I'm putting them here in the corner. Sean, please take over the next 10 minutes. I got to cool down a little bit. <laughs> All right, Joe. I got you. Before, the, I got before, you. The, before the EMTs come, which you know all too well oh, about. Oh, no, I'm wired for this, guys. <laughs> okay, well, Sean, is, he's in Canada, so he can't provide you that emergency service to help you where you're at, my friend. I enjoy but, Sean's commentary. I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably calm down because I'm going to be able to listen to good commentary. So I'm okay. good. Okay. Fair enough. And also here today is the magic man, the madman from Toronto, I always like to say. It is Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here, my friend. You heard (laughs) the question that I posed to Joe before I gave him a heart attack. With the current roster they have now, again, like I said, I'm not, I would not have any aspirations for a title with this team as it's currently structured. If they made no other changes, if they made no other additions, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's actually any respectable at all to, to say that, you know, okay, yeah, it's just, they're going to go ahead to a championship because they just, even if you got them all three at full health, I don't think they would have the depth that you need to go ahead and be able to compete with the top four teams right now, maybe in the Western conference, maybe in the NBA overall. I just think right now 50 games would probably be the max that they could do and maybe a second round exit with the team currently structured as it is. I think that would be a ceiling for me. But if that were the case, where would you see the Lakers going if this is the team we've got and this is the team that we're going to get come this fall? It looks as though if we were in the Western Conference right now and you paper, we'd fall somewhere between, I think, 6 and 10. If that's the case, then the Lakers will probably have to go ahead and blow things up. I think if, if LeBron does not sign that extension coming up in August, I think we need to go the way of Utah. I really am just 
biting my tongue when I'm saying this, but I really hate to say this, but I think Danny Age is very smart right now as a way he's going about this business and making everyone available, including Mitchell, including Clarkson, including Bogdanovich, including everyone on the roster to see what assets he can get because at this time, it looks like Utah is going to blow up the ship. And it, you know, I think rightly so because they saw that their ceiling, they've hit their ceiling, and that's the best they can do with this current roster. It's time to go ahead and move on before everybody gets old and be able to get too expensive for that matter. So I really think with if they can't sign you know, LeBron to an extension come August, they got to make some hard decisions and it's going to be a tough season for Lakers fans. But Joe, I know you wanted to go ahead and interject. And then I want to talk to you about Terrence Harvey said about DeAndre Ayton's contract as well that got matched by the Suns. The, this is, blowing it up isn't something I'm seeing unless it's forced. And it would be, it would have to be forced by Anthony Davis. I enjoy and love Anthony Davis's game. I think Anthony Davis is extremely appealing in terms of just his overall aura and obviously his play. I would be, if I was Rob, I would sit down with Anthony if it's now, if it's during the middle of the season next year. Hey man, we want to, we want to build a championship team around you. You're still under 30 at this point. And yeah, if LeBron's not there or, if you know once Westbrook's off the books, hey, we're gonna we're gonna try to build this thing the way you know try to build it to to go on. Now that could change, and Anthony Davis says, "Well, I don't want to be around something that we're trying to plug in to win a championship. I want to leave." Okay, I guess you you can accommodate that, and you'll probably get a pretty good pretty good uh, return on that. But I I think I think the Lakers should push to go into the Anthony Davis era now. And I think Anthony Davis is capable when he's healthy. And we're, we're going we're gonna to give that, give that a shot here. I think that's the one hope that we have to, we have to accommodate to because he's still in his prime. He's still young. And there have been plenty of big guys that have come back from injury-riddled seasons. And let's see, let's see if that happens. I, I'm not... I'm not giving you all bad news here. I think we have some good news in that we do have a star, <laughs> a very big star who's still got some things to accomplish. He's won a championship. I wouldn't, I, I would like to think that he's like, well, why would I go somewhere else? I've won a championship here. I'm already building my kind of my legacy here. Okay. We kind of already knew LeBron was going to peace out before, anyways. So if we can peace out a little earlier, you know, that's just another way for us to start building up a little earlier and let's see if we can build it for the next year or two and then get back into championship contention. This is the Lakers. I'm sure there's going to be some players that are going to demand to come to LA if they've got a, a healthy Anthony Davis. I, I, I think this is a good thing at this point because I'm tired of the bad. Sometimes you have to start really thinking about this goes in life. I, I, I for about two weeks was like, when is this thing going to happen? When is this thing going to happen? I'm ready to go with it. Let's go. Let's go. Then all of a sudden, the energy starts to go away. And then it might be one last kind of pull that just finally takes you to that part where, where I think the owner of the Nets got to about a month ago and said, look, I'm done with this. I'm willing to just get rid of this problem, even if it means I'm going to lose my biggest asset. 
because at some point life is too short. I'm not going to sit around and worry about these guys who are constantly destroying everything around you from a sporting standpoint, from a culture standpoint, from a winning standpoint. You're not winning with all this BS. I would deal with this if we were winning, but we're not. And we're not only not winning, we're sucking. We're stinking. Tell us how you feel. And we're losing because the Brooklyn Nets lost between somewhere 50 to 100 million in 2021. A lot of this BS, he's losing money on the business end. That's too, Joe. Yes, and that's true. Typically, it was like this for years. I know the TV contracts have changed this in many of the sports. And I know that there's better money management because, I, I, you know, the owners back in the day were not very good at business. You know, I remember Art Modell, right. you know, he, he moved the Browns to Baltimore because he was just terrible. That That's the boomer. That's the guy that didn't know how to adapt, adjust to the new culture of things, you know, as people have a problem to all the time. Yep. So now if I'm going to spend, and this is where Jeannie has some, you know, some legitimacy because she had the fourth highest payroll and had the arguably to some not me it was the worst lakers season ever in 31 years that i've been watching the lakers so of course not only did you lose i don't know if genie i don't think genie lost money but the owner of the nets lost money and now he's just like i'm not gonna go through this cry babies everywhere losing money and 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 it's, it's and it's not stopping no 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 we're done i'm i'm, I'm ending this I'm, I'm gonna go another route and we're, I'm at that point. I'm at that point. And maybe it's a little easier for me to say this because I've watched my team win six championships in the last 31 years. So I have a little bit of, you know, I have, I have the, tr- I have as a fan, I've, I've watched enough winning to at least be a little bit patient in getting out of this rut that we're in. And the rut is players who don't get too bleeps about who they're working for none none and it's one thing if you if they if the, if the ownership was treating you like garbage but they're not they're accommodating every freaking thing you've wanted and you still aren't doing jack to return we don't need you we were winning championships before you got there you won there. You won one when we were when, when you were here, but we were winning championships before, and we'll win freaking championships after you're gone. You don't want to appreciate it, it, it. Get out. If I, if I said this, and I'll I'll just leave it this. You know, I know that we, I want to get to Terrence Harvey's question here ASAP. Yeah, it's like that. The Lakers are now on the downside of this Anthony Davis trade. They're now seeing the downside and feeling the effects of the residuals of this Anthony Davis trade. Got us a championship. And again, if you spoke to 29 other teams and you asked them, hey, if you wanted to do this deal and you knew it would get you one championship, but you would be feeling it on the backside, would you do it? I'm sure if you asked those 29 other teams, they'd say the same thing as we go ahead and pull the trigger on that deal. It got us a championship. The fact is you don't have the residual you know, assets to go ahead on the backside to go ahead and, and field a proper team, unless you get very creative and are, and have a GM that's among at the top of his game. And we don't have a GM at the top. Of you his will game. in a year. It is not the downside. I don't believe it's the downside. It, it was create. The downside was created 
in the last year, let's say, and it's going to have to be another year. We have to get through this next nine months without killing ourselves. Then you can get back to normal life. It's become the 95 Super Bowl for the, for the Cowboys. It's the only analogy I can use to keep it within a sport topic. I'm not going to use anything other than a sports topic. We, we, we Jerry Jones did. Okay, Jerry Jones got a big head winning a championship after he jettisoned Jimmy Johnson because he was, uh, he was crying about how he didn't get credit for, for, for building that team. And that Super Bowl ended up cursing his team for the next three decades. This championship in 2020 almost made me feel like, just for a hint, I got a little bit of a hint where I was like, man, was it really worth winning that title? to go through this and deal with this to, to have a, 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 a sport, an athlete, a team, whatever to make the, just the thought of you, you're thinking about your team makes you sick. Like, I don't know. Is, 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 I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm playing maybe not tennis. I'm playing racquetball with it. Well, it's the just, thing it's also- just, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's tiring. It's, it's exhausting trying to support someone who doesn't give a crap about your team. And they're at the forefront. And I know every team has one or two contracts that are not exactly the greatest maneuvers in the world. I mean, there's one or two contracts that each and every team wants to move. But seemingly with the Lakers, there's always in the past decade, like the Timothy Mozgov, now Luol Deng, which is finally off the books. Okay, let let me finish. Let me let me say something with that. Almost every contract up until now was a marginal player. It was Luke Walton. It was Mozgov. It was Dang. It was a it was a role player, non-factoring player. Well, that's what I was going to get. Not to. a star and a star. Well, that's, that's what completely I completely was... butchered your your salary, your cap to the point where you have to. Eat. Not only eat all that, and not have to be have any chance of uh, improving, but they're 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 leaving landmines on top of everything. Well, that's what I was getting to, and I know Rob Oliver mentioned it. And thank you so much for chatting uh, in the comments there in regards to once Westbrook's off the books, Lakers will be in a better position. Yeah, I mean, if you're stuck with him for the entire year and he comes off the books, that's forty-seven million dollars coming off the books. I mean, obviously, that's going to put the Lakers in a better position and hopefully a better free agent year and hopefully a better year that they can go ahead and be more apt to do some type of deals to build for next season. But as Laker Tom always tries to go ahead and let everybody know with LeBron, you know, the, the, what, what's ever pending in regards to his extension with the clock ticking on LeBron, you want to go ahead and make every year you can the best you can, but it seemingly is going to be hard for the Lakers to do that this season, but we're still holding out hope. We'll still hope that the, Kyrie Irving or some other, you know, commensurate trade can get done that we can go ahead and find ourselves in a better position to match up against the best of the best in the Western and also the NBA conference as well. But before we head on out, guys, I want to go ahead and mention again what Terrence Harvey asked about DeAndre Aiden, who signed a, well, it was an offer match from Indiana for four years, $133 million that got matched very quickly by the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Rob's asking, uh, can they get Kyrie? Do they have a serious shot? 
Well, the offer's there. I don't know, unless they give maybe Rob's holding back a pick or maybe Rob's holding back some type of asset that the Brooklyn Nets want or maybe the Brooklyn Nets want to go ahead and have them do it, you know, get out and seek out a third team to get something even, you know, and make it the spice the the actual pot even more, Rob. But again, obviously, whatever the Lakers have offered so far, it hasn't gotten the, the job done. So I'm hoping that they can go ahead and finally come somewhere in the middle on it. But then again, it, Kyrie's been talking about wanting to stay with the Brooklyn Nets. So Mr. DC Fitted, what's up, family? Great to have you here. Ray Joe, this is a big year for AD. If AD does not show up this year, man, uh, I don't think that he could ever be a number one option for a championship team. Uh, Joe still sees a lot of promise in him. He's got to stay healthy. The first thing is he got to stay healthy or then all bets are off on that. But I wanted to talk real, real quickly about that, Joe. I think now what this does for the Suns since they matched, this puts them uh, in the hard cap, if I'm not mistaken. This puts them above the yes. salary cap, that's for sure. Uh, I think at least 15 million, oh. mm-hmm. 15 million yeah, above 15 the salary cap. Above. Yeah, so the, you know, unless you're going to do some more salary cap gymnastics, which means you're going to have to get rid of some of your, your quality depth on your roster, that's going to sting the Phoenix Suns a little bit more. They've already had some departures this summer in JaVale McGee and, you know, uh, Jalen Smith, you know, I know he left to Indiana earlier as far as part of a trade, but he's now developing into quite a player in Indiana and actually could start on that team next season. So we'll see what happens there. But I really think uh, that this is going to be something that the Lakers could, you know, be eyeing themselves on as far as Phoenix, maybe doing a little bit of implosion and may, maybe not looking as good as they once were in the past couple seasons. So maybe they could all things worked out well. And again, Joe, I'm using the if thing could be something that they could be looking forward to hopping above them. But then you've got the Clippers. If the Clippers are healthy, they're loaded. If you got Memphis, they're loaded. Golden State, you know, they're Golden State. So there's a lot of teams in the Western Conference that the Lakers have to be going ahead and compete with that it's going to make it hard for them to go ahead and advance with their current roster. Mr. DC Fittis says, not even health AD doesn't even show the passion desire at times well i'm hoping that mm. rob palinka's thoughts mm. well i'm hoping that rob palinka's thoughts and and words about how committed ad is supposedly is right now in some of the best shape of his life been working out maybe that's changing a tune and maybe now realizing he's closing in on the big 30 realizes now that he has to go ahead and perform at a level that we saw for a very short period of time in the bubble so i'm hoping that that will be the case i understand that his motivations not just by you, but I've heard it from other people that have put it, that have put it in question, along with the ability to stay healthy. But I really think that if this is true, what Rob is saying, Rob Palenka, GM of the Lakers, about how committed he supposedly is this summer to getting in shape, to being in the best shape of his life, to hopefully being able to hit a consistent jump shot again like he did in the past, because he certainly didn't do it last season, then hopefully that'll make a better turn for the Lakers whoever they put alongside him. And I know that that will make Joe a lot happier. And also for the future of the team, maybe eyeing him as a better option. I know that question by Ray Joe, as far as him being a number one option, that's again, much in question in regards to his health and his attitude going forward. But if that changes to a better season, that could change as far as the outlook we have on him as an individual as well. So I'm hoping that. Jay Young says, makes you wonder why AD and LeBron took max contracts, knowing they had to build a max contract. Not hating there on the dollars, but 
it's a question. Do you take the money or do you like uh, James Harden who takes $15 million less so that Philadelphia can make some key acquisitions? Do you take a little bit less? I think what Brooklyn with Kyrie and Kevin Durant made a sacrifice to bring in DeAndre Jordan of all people. Cool. Saw how that worked out. Yeah, that was money well spent. <clears throat> but anyways, I want to go ahead and say thank you to everybody watching and listening. This is the Lakers Fast Break. It's Joe Soro, the Magic Man, Sean Grice, and me, Gerald Glassford, right here for you. Before we head on out, I did want to mention something that kind of you know has had people kind of a little bit uh, up in arms in regards to the second round draft pick max christie who has not performed quite what people were hoping for still a young kid 19 years old a lot of work ahead of him he still needs to develop quite a bit pretty good on the defensive end but still needs to get stronger and of course he needs to find its outside shot i really think that he needs a lot of time to develop i said on the show already that I think it's going to be two, three years before you see the returns on your investment. So I know myself and a couple other people were puzzled when the Lakers only signed Max Christie to a two-year contract when other second-round draft picks are being signed to a three and sometimes even a four-year contract right in that same area where he was drafted for, I think, about $7 million. I think Kennedy Chandler, who was drafted number 38, he was he was a uh, given a four-year, $7 million contract, only $5 million of which is guaranteed. So that's pennies compared to some of the other big contracts that you're doling out. And you're also banking on his development in the future. The Lakers are only banking on two years right now of what we see with Max Christie. And in order to go ahead and continue extensions, it's now going to have to do it at a higher rate if they want to go ahead and extend this contract down the road. So, Joe... What are your thoughts on this with Max Christie? It's a little bit short-sighted, or do you think that this was the right thing to do by Rob Palenka? He needs time. This kid needs a lot of time. Lakers don't have time. So if you need a barometer, look how they treated uh, Caruso, who climbed up the ranks and became a championship player and uh, a, a folk hero in L.A. You want them to care about Max Christie, who already has issues with how he plays and them wondering if he's going to even be effective. I, I have, I, I don't really, I, I, my mind is not on, unfortunately it's not on my, Max. I, I hope he does well. And his recent history has said that our young players have, a few have come through. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say about that. Other than, I hope he proves them wrong. If he does, that means he's playing well, and that means it's likely going to help the Lakers win. But that means it's going to cost the Lakers more money than they would have had to pony up in the first place. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think money should ever be a problem for the Lakers. I know it is. Let them deal with it. We're the fans. We 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 just want a good product on there. And when your team is worth five to six billion dollars and you're arguably the number three team in the entire planet in terms of popularity i think you should be able to find a way to deal with the money problems down the road that's that's just my thing um i might be wrong but we've we've seen our our ownership do some much dumber things in the last year i think i don't i i i, I don't look at this as any 
anything worse, to be honest with you. I I just don't have any feeling for it. I'm I'm ready to get get a, get some kind of closure on what's going to happen for the 2022-2023 season. My my feeling is I just want to rip the band-aid off at this point and get get on with my get on with our Laker life. Uh, I, 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 I didn't go through this kind of crap when I was in high school and, and watching these grown adults act like complete children is, is nauseating and I'm tired of it. John is saying that Jeannie is clipping coupons as we speak. So <laughs> <laughs> thought that was good. Thought that was a well, good you, you, John might not be far out of that without being a little, you know, ex- ex- excessive, but you know, there, there are two things that have happened in the last year or so that point to that and, and give some merit to just shoddy this decision-making. And it's, it's not really the on-court, uh, it's not the on-court decisions. The on-court decisions, I will say, okay, you, you guys made a mistake. You guys acquired players or signed players that didn't work out. You know, that happens. But the two things that have made me question your ethics. We've talked about this, and the Lakers taking out a PPP loan, and then getting getting having having Jerry West season tickets yeah. revoked. Really, those don't go away. That hasn't gone away from me. The thing that kind of curses a human being is the gift and the curse of rationalization. We all do it, and you get into this. Well, maybe something happened where they needed to. But then there's this part of me over here where it's like, Joe, you know that's complete BS, right? I know you know this. I, you know you know, you know this. Come on. You, you really want to support this? Like, that's been going on a lot lately. A lot. And this was – I was around when Jerry Buss wasn't supplying Kobe with a championship team. I was around when – the Lakers were in a transitionary period after Magic Johnson retired. I was around that, and I never felt ever that there was this unethical thing going on. It was just bad business management, bad acquisitions, not focusing on what really needs to get done from a roster standpoint. That's sports. That's what – That's you can compartmentalize that. You know, You don't have to take it away and have it mess up – your idea of what these people are. I know that we're not always cheering for angels. I, I get that. You know, that's life. Not everyone's perfect. But this situation's a little bit more of, wow, this is this is where you've this is where you've gone. This is what you're willing to rele- relegate yourself to. And it's just it's just it's just dirty. I don't like it. And Max Christie, Caruso, KCP, Kuzma. You know, this isn't the first time they've looked at guys and said, eh, 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 that you wish they didn't well, do it to. Like Joe said, it's like with the PPP thing, they're allowing them to basically use the team colors and, and be associated with the team, the team for an organization that, you know, signed a, a $1 billion TV. And I always thought of us as a classy organization. That's what I thought. But what Joe said about the PPP, it's sort of a stain. It's a stain on your fandom. 
And, and it's trickled down. It's trickling down nonstop. And it's going to eventually get to this, what's turned into this, what I call high-class trash. It's starting to infiltrate that. There's a lot of Kardashian-type aura about what's going on, and I freaking can't stand it. I cannot stand it. I have had this argument about with this with my own sister about, well, Joe, it's a business decision. It's They're making money. I'm like, I don't care how much money they're making. They're trash. I don't care, okay? I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I'm, I'm not going to support it. So you go support it. I, it's trash. I don't care what, however you want to rationalize it. To me, it's trash. And it, it's, it's, it's constant. It's a constant thing that's going on and it keeps getting worse. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're LeBron James, Russell Westbrook. To me, if you're going to be, you know, portray this, this not accountable, no account of just, just nonsense crap that, gives no indication of any support, then why would I support you? Why would I support you? You know, I'm not the one outside trying to get your autograph and bothering you. I'm just talking about my team. I'm talking about my team. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about basketball. Everything else gets put into it. And then I got to react to it. It's not that. Okay. Can you focus on what made you a little bit? This is what made you. Okay, this is what made you. And we're here, or at least I am, to watch 48 minutes of basketball, 82 times during the regular season, and then hopefully deep into the playoffs. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. We're in a public media situation here. And I'm going to, you know, if we continue to keep building this thing, I'm going to be very adamant in trying to support players that are trying to do their best playing a sport do and, and, and creating something that's entertaining for us instead of hap, instead of constantly dealing with this outside distraction nonsense that's screwing everything up uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this and I'm gonna I'm gonna mute well, we're gonna mic. close the show as soon as you get how, what so you tell me how am I supposed to interpret a spineless person to text his wife he didn't, they didn't even have the sack to text him. And that would have been bad. Texting him? Call him like a man. You guys are all talking about, oh, we're here to support this cause, and we're here to support. Everybody's a supporter, you know, to you know, for PR. But when it takes when it comes down to the when you gotta have the intestinal fortitude, or as the rock used to call it, testicular fortitude, what happens? What happens? You text the wife. Did they text her at eleven o'clock? Because they were like, maybe she'd be asleep, we'll just text it to her and we won't have to deal with it. You're like the, the bobs in, uh, in office space where they fire people on Friday so they can avoid the problem, right? Oh, they're going to go out on the weekend. Is that what you were doing? You're spineless cowards. You backtrack what you say whenever you say it all the time. That's what a coward does. You say something, you set the fire, it burns the house, and then you say, oh, wait, wait, I didn't mean to burn the house. You burned the house already. What do you mean? So... Look what we're talking about. I'm trying. We're trying to get this freaking whatever the hell that's going on in Brooklyn to go forward. But we're talking about stuff because the freaking brainless people that are on the team can't talk, can't focus on the the, the real stuff. They're talking about stuff outside the court and outside the office. That is as diplomatic as I can get. I didn't know how I was going to deliver this. 
but I know it's working because I haven't heard Gerald say anything yet to cut me off. <laughs> you know what? John is so pumped right now. He could run through a wall from the motivational speaking. No I'm going to let my friend on. Sean finish. I'm, mo- I'm muting. Bye. Uh, I'm actually going to finish it up because I know Sean's internet has not been the greatest tonight, but I do appreciate Sean so much uh, for being on the show. Joe, same thing. Maybe Joe should check into the SmackDown Hotel, speaking of what The Rock can do for you. But before we head on out, I want to go ahead and mention again that we truly appreciate everybody watching on Facebook. Big shout out to you on Facebook. Huge shout out to everyone out there on YouTube. If you've not subscribed already, and I know I'm like the umpteen thousand person to go ahead and ask for you to subscribe. But if you can, please hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. We're trying to get to at least a thousand, if not more. We're trying to get to the big guys. We're trying to get to Trevor Lanes of Laker Nation and all the other Laker places that, that you want to go to. We think we're the best Lakers place that you can go to. So if you think the same, please go ahead and subscribe today on YouTube. And if you go ahead and listen to us on audio, please go ahead and give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It is sincerely appreciated if you do. And we thank everybody for watching and listening. We will be back on Sunday, just to let everyone know, Sunday night. We're going to go ahead and hopefully have another roundtable discussion. John, Howard, Terrence, just you guys have been so fantastic. I know I'm missing people. I know you guys, Jay Young, I know you've been terrific as well. Everybody in the chat room, you guys have been awesome as always. We truly appreciate everybody watching and listening. If you have any questions for us, always, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, at LakersFastBreak on Twitter. Also as well, you can go ahead and give us a shout out on YouTube and Facebook. But we truly appreciate you watching and listening. Unless something magical happens, I think our next chat is going to be on Sunday. I know the Lakers play Friday, so you want to check that out, I believe, on ESPN, too, right there for you. They're going to be playing on Friday night, so go ahead and check that out in what may be their final game of the Las Vegas Summer League session. So we'll go ahead and talk about the overall effects and the pluses and minuses of the Lakers Summer League team on Sunday. But we do want to thank you so much for watching and listening. John, you've been great as well on the chat room. Thank you so much. You're running through that wall just for Joe. All right, there you go. And Magic Man, Howard Hill, just can't thank you so much again for watching and listening. Thanks so much for everybody taking some time out of your day to join us again. And we'll be here on Sunday night right back at you, talking some more Laker stuff going on in the world of Lakerland right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.